Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. Really makes you think, doesn't it? This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Food is a universal language that we all speak. Join me as we sink our teeth into delicious conversation guaranteed to provide food for thought. The middle of March in Muskoka. Sometimes it weighs heavy on us and other times the sun shines and there's warmth in that and it all affects how we feel and so does the state of the world and right now sometimes we think about what can we do to sort of give ourselves a bit of a break, a bit of a cleanse, a bit of a smudge. So we're going to talk about cleansing today on Food for Thought. I'm your host Catherine Cole, 88.7 The Bay FM and this is a, an interesting one because sometimes, you know, people will come in and ask me questions about, oh, I think, you know, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to do a cleanse. Uh, I, I want to, you know, either some, there's so many different kinds of cleanses you could actually do. So I thought what I do right now is talk a little bit about the different things that are involved with that and maybe when we should do a cleanse and when we shouldn't. And Again, all these rules are going to be so uniquely up to you because you never know, um, you know your body pretty much better than anyone else. And also whether or not um, you are able, for example, to do something like a cleanse because there's going to be all different kinds and varieties of it. Um, It's been a long winter and sometimes when we think about cleansing it's important to know that there are actually um, seven different pathways to elimination you know there's all the different things and the ways that we actually um, eliminate in our body there are five primary ones right there's the colon yay we all know we do that every day um, or hopefully we do we have the large intestine the kidneys the skin the lungs the liver and then there's also other channels like the blood and the lymphatic system and the very first one that we usually think about when we're cleansing is going to be that colon cleanse, right? Um, and some people, you know, once upon a time, you would have heard of things like uh, colonics that people might be doing, or uh, gosh, you used to be able to, people used to talk about doing enemas. When I first walked into the store so many years ago, 30 years ago plus, um, I remember I had this book uh, called Tissue Cleansing Through Bowel Management. And they said, do you think you could be comfortable talking about that? And I thought, absolutely. And over the number of years, I have done many different kinds of cleanses on, and there are, there are packages, there's kits, they're out on the market as well. And there's varying degrees of what you might do. My number one thing is sometimes people think, oh, you know, I have been feeling really crappy. I think it's time to do a cleanse. And sometimes I think, you know what, maybe it isn't time to do a cleanse. It might just be a time to be more supportive because 
cleanses while also fantastic can also be challenging on the system and make you feel worse rather than better. So I think it's really important to time what you want to do uh, so that you can go, okay, you know, I'm actually in a really good place and maybe now's the time to do that cleanse. And I'm talking about it because we often think of, about doing those things uh, as spring approaches. That's what they talk about, that big spring cleanse. And because there are so many different kinds of them, um, I think it's really important that you also want to think about things like in previous generations, sort of prior to our uh, parents, I think even in up to probably the 60s, which I'm a 60s baby, um, people did do a certain kind of thing, a cleanse, sort of annually, the doctor would do deworming sort of things, we're out in the soil, etc. We don't do that anymore. So that concept of other kinds of um, reasons why someone might need to do a cleanse, uh, sometimes it might be to agree, uh, to deal with something like an overgrowth of fungus like candida, yeast, rather, and uh, or parasites, etc. There's so many reasons why someone might want to do it. Some people do them um, because it could help kickstart a weight loss program. Um, so I think you really ha have to be clear with that, what you're trying to achieve. If it's a way to say, okay, I'm going to do this so I can get onto more healthy um, way of eating, because that often um, most detox programs will come with sort of a weight or a eating guidance plan. And that's also really important. And there's different ones that are sort of that whole um, general, let's do a cleanse uh, with all the systems of elimination sort of planned out. And some are more specific, like I'm going to do a candida cleanse, or I'm going to do a liver cleanse, etc., or a parasite cleanse, or a heavy metal detox. Um, there's all kinds of things that are out there. So the number one um, thing is your plan or your how you're going to do it. And it's very, very interesting because it sort of also goes in with things like um, intermittent fasting, etc. And what is the good of that? And the information just, I think about what I used to know and what I know now and what, you know, what people are, are uh, saying, oh, this is what we should be doing. This is what we shouldn't be doing. I feel like so much of the information in terms of how we eat and how our bodies actually work, it just keeps changing with time and more information, etc. And so much of what I grew up with definitely is not um, the truth. Sometimes I would say to people, you know, are you eating a lot of sugar? Do you want to cut out sugar in your diet? And they go, oh, I don't eat a lot of sugar. And I say, well, what what do you eat? And if if you eat, for example, if you if I say that to you and you say, well, I'm not a sugar person at all. You know, um, I don't really use sugar. I would say, well, do you eat pasta? Do you eat bread? Do you eat cereal in the morning? Um, do you drink alcohol? Do you, like all of those things, anything that's considered a carbohydrate turns into sugar, right? Anything white, flour, all of that kind of thing. Anything that's a grain, those are carbohydrates. And it's not to say that we want to get rid of them, but it's very interesting to sort of look at your diet and go, okay. So most cleanses, you know, they're going to have a an idea of, okay, you're either going to modify your diet or some are more uh, extreme and they're going to say, oh, you're not going to be eating at all. And there are some also, um, uh, 
practitioners who might say something like, well, you know what, it's really healthy to do a, you know, a day off of eating on a regular basis, whether that's, you know, once a week, once a month, you know, just a day to sort of reset your body. And it's a really, really interesting um that whole idea. It it actually fascinates me and I've been reading more and more about it. I've been doing quite a bit of um, intermittent fasting and I have found that to be extremely helpful for my body. And I have to say right off, you know, our, our, um, if we watch television, if we engage pretty much in any way in the world, it's made more difficult to do some of these choices because it's just out there in your face all the time, right? One of the rules I realized is that my husband and I could not do, <coughs> pardon me, a cleanse at the same time because we would end up sitting down. Let's say we're watching television. Well, all it is is commercial, 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 food, 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 food. And I am much better with my own willpower and my own way of doing things when I'm just doing it by myself. And I don't even mind like participating in the making of food for other people and doing all that because I get the vicarious joy and thrill of smelling it all, even if I'm not eating it. So I found out that, oh, I'm way better to do my, you know, whatever I'm cleanse I'm going to do by myself than I am to do it with him. And I've done many different ones over the years. I've done three-day cleanses. I've done the the big, you know, um, two-week, uh, the master cleanse, which is, uh, gosh, a, a whole other thing. It's maple syrup and um, cayenne pepper and lemon juice. It's a wild one, um, which is there to help clean out all of your... Um, all that's been hanging around far too long and not really breakfast conversation at this point. But it's so interesting to talk about these things because they can be very, very good for you and sort of just give your body a reset. I wanted to talk for a little moment. I was speaking with someone yesterday about what happens with our bodies. And I am by no uh, means a technical expert, medical expert. So if you want more in-depth um reasoning, etc., about how, what happens when we are eating, uh, then there are certainly, uh, speak to your doctors, etc., about that. But just as a general rule, what's such an interesting thing is that when we eat food, and I grew up um, certainly with the three meals a day, but also later, you know, when they were talking about healthy, they would say, have many short meals, it'll kickstart your metabolism, it'll go. And um, I am someone who has uh, did not struggle with weight as a younger person, definitely did post-having ch- um, children. Uh, I have a very healthy appetite. And uh, th- that for me meant many extra pounds that I was not necessarily comfortable with. So one of the ways that I learned how to manage that more on a regular basis is to do a certain amount of intermittent fasting and learning about what happened when I ate and how my body actually made fat. I was like, oh my goodness. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that after the break. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental, and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. 
This is Food for Thought on Muskoka Magazine. Welcome back to Food for Thought. I'm your host, Catherine Cole, on 88.7 The Bay FM. And today we're talking a little bit about cleansing, supporting your body in that process of uh, elimination and detoxification. Because sometimes... um, it's really hard not to say that any of us aren't feeling sort of uh, sluggish and have a need to feel a little bit more fresh, you know, from the inside out. And sometimes that's a really helpful thing. So let's imagine that when we're eating, we're eating some food. This morning, I decided to break that fast breakfast, haven't eaten since the night before. And uh, I eat some food. And what happens is your body says, oh, yay, yum, yum, yum. Here comes fuel. And I'm going to um, produce some insulin to help my body to deal with the fuel and uh, process it, etc. And that's fantastic. Yay, yay, yay. And and I'm going to use up those calories, that sugar, because we can either fuel our body with either glucose, sugar, or we can fuel it um, amazingly enough with fat, which is um, a whole the whole thing about the keto diet, which is another subject. So let's say we're fueling it normally because that's the way the body recognizes it and in comes the sugar. So we've got insulin to help work with that. And if you can imagine that, you know, the little body is like a, a tennis player. Oh, there comes the insulin. Fantastic. The sugar, I'm using it, using it. Okay. And oh, guess what? I'm hungry. Now, what we want to have happen is our eat, use up that fuel, have a little bit in reserve just in case. And, um, and then we're, we're there, we're not creating fat. Well, what happens is we keep eating without breaks in between, especially for the, those who love to graze. And I can be a grazer at times as well. Um, and then, you know, we're going to store that extra sugar in our liver. We're going to store it in the muscles. And if we just keep on eating and we not don't have these breaks where we use up some of our fuel, then we can also start to make triglycerides. And basically sugar makes fat. It's, that's the bottom line, um, simplistic version of saying this. But I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is insane. Why do I not know this? How come I was never told this? So having breaks, those fasting pieces allow our body, especially in the day when we're moving, to utilize, you know, the fuel that we're putting into it and not end up having to go, oh my goodness, where am I going to store this? And our bodies are such perfectly well-designed machines because historically back in the day, there were times of feast and famine. So what an amazing system we have to be able to draw from reserves like an athlete might do and say, oh, you know, I also have more um, uh, fuel in my muscles. I have more fuel in my liver. I have more fuel... Uh, you know, in some of these reserves of fat I have. So in times of stress and crisis, I can deal with that. Well, we're not all in that. We're not, you know, in this time, although sometimes it could be feel like that of that feast and famine. So a little bit of fasting can actually be, be fantastic to get your body sort of on a reset. And I think that's really important. So Sometimes people start cold turkey on a, on a cleanse and they just say, okay, you know, what do I want to do? I'm going to drink juice all, all day. If you, if you are going to drink, do something like that, um, there's some really wonderful things that you can do. Um, sometimes people will actually 
slowly move into one and say, well, I'm going to uh, just check what it, it is I'm eating. So you might want to do a, a more clean diet. And so that's lots of fruits and vegetables. And if you can buy those local without um, pesticides, that would be fantastic. Um, certain you know, it's like, when are you going to do organic? You do organic when it counts, you know, look at the ones that are more um, contaminated and ones that aren't, but even being able to buy ones without the usual pesticides that are grown locally is a fantastic thing. You may be plant-based, you may be meat-based. Um, so you're going to be working more towards a smaller amount of that, an elimination, etc. You might want to add lots of water into your diet if you're not normally a water drinker. You might want to add some herbal teas. Um, you're using things like... Um, some people, when they do a cleanse, you can buy these kits and they're usually herbal <clears throat> um, concoctions that will help to um, your body to eliminate in different ways because different herbs, some might help with blood cleansing like red clover, some might help more um, with elimination uh, like Turkish rhubarb root. There's, there's all kinds of different um, things that are out there, but we're trying to move away when you're doing a cleanse from processed foods. And it is very important, first of all, to know if you're doing something like this, some people with health issues are going to need to, you know, consult um, their pharmacist. Is it okay? Like if you're a type one diabetic, what happens when I'm doing, you know, if you've got sort of a routine going with your insulin, etc. how do I do this if I'm sort of changing things up? So it is important to be mindful about all of these things. And it is always really important when you're doing these, some people might, you know, be eliminating sugar and caffeine, alcohol, preservatives. Imagine if you just said, I'm just going to do that, even versus going so hardcore as saying, oh, I'm going to get rid of, um, you know, I'm not going to eat for a number of days. When I <clears throat> intermittent fast, sometimes during the day, um, Sometimes I might have a fruit in the morning, which is, I'm breaking that fast. So that's a carbohydrate. It's not drink, but often what I would do is have my beverage of choice in the morning, whether or not that's uh, a coffee or a tea or a herbal tea or etc. And I will drink teas and water throughout the day. And if I feel more foodie, then often I would go for something like a bone broth because it's just a broth, right? It's still not, you're not chewing, you're not digesting in that sort away. It's just simple, straight up, um, uh, like food for the body in that way. And that doesn't break my fast, which is super fantastic, right? Um, when you're going more hardcore, like I'm coughing a lot lately because I accidentally got some gluten into me. And when that's what I do, I cough, 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 cough. So right now I'm moved towards, okay, drinking way more water, drinking lots of herbal teas. And I'm, you know, also eliminating some dairy. So I'm not so gunked up because I can't stand all the coughing, but it's my side effect from eating gluten. And just eliminating a few of those bad things helps me to get right back on the straight and narrow. And what happens when you're doing this, it, 
any kind of cleanse. You're just looking because you're trying to help the kidneys, the colon, all of that. You need to keep that water up so it can eliminate um, properly. And I quite enjoy doing it. Now, I would not suggest doing a um, intense diet. I say start by cleaning up your diet for just one week. You know, you cut down on your meat, your gluten, your treats, your sugar, your caffeine, your alcohol, any of the processed foods sort of thing. That might be your cleanse. Your cleanse might be just doing one thing, eliminating sugar. It's so interesting because it does give us a bit of an idea about how we actually feel, right? Oh, guess what? All of those terrible, you know, snotty feelings I have and the allergy kind of symptoms. Who knew that if I got rid of dairy, I wouldn't feel like this way. It's so interesting. Um, if you're going to go into the big more colon cleanse, we usually do that first unless you're doing a whole general cleanse. Because if you start with something like a liver or gallbladder cleanse, you and you're not moving all that waste out properly, you're going to feel like crap, right? So you want to start um, definitely better with a with that whole sort of colon cleanse. You might start your day with some um, lemon water in the morning and lots of water and herbal teas. And that just helps things to move along a little bit better. And it's fabulous. You might also look at doing things like cleansing the lymphatic system, which is also how we eliminate. So uh, sometimes you might have heard of people use loofahs, but there's a whole other thing called dry brushing where you're brush, 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 and it helps the, you know, your the skin, the largest organ of elimination is getting a, um, a, a good rub and a sort of a stimulation. But also when you do that, um, when you're showering in the morning, you get a bristle brush and you brush towards your heart and you're doing this dry before you go in and you can brush all over. And when you do that, you start at your feet and you move up, avoid your face, avoid your chest. Um, you're actually stimulating lymphatic drainage. Some people might want to do, you know, a uh, heavy metal tox, uh, um, detox. So you're adding things like into your life, like chlorella, spirulina, allergies and things that can help to draw the metals out of your system. Um, and there's lots of uh, information on those things. Adding like juicing, so celery juice. Some people just say for three days, I'm going to do a juice. And what is important is not only how you start a cleanse, if you're going to actually take away food and just drink, it's also how you end a cleanse. Because if you don't end it well, if you just go add something right back in, your system can kind of revolt. And it usually takes about one day for every day of um, cleansing uh, to get back to normal. Um, or you can be running to the bathroom. And I have done that as well. There's so many wonderful cleanses on, but usually you're looking at uh, restarting with wonderful foods like apples and avocados and blueberries and celery and cranberries and all these kinds of things that are fresh and good and help your body um, to feel stronger and better in the process. There's things uh, like the three-day cleanse by Dr. Christopher. Again, the hard course, the master cleanse. But sometimes just doing a few days of juice cleanse, it can actually reset your body, that 
insulin levels, etc. How our body's working with fat, etc. And just get us off to a good start. And sometimes it just helps focusing on something else to just move through those March uh, winter blues as we start to approach spring. So I invite you to look at your diet and take a little moment and say, hey, you know, it's also uh, the time of Lent. May I be giving something up or not? And say, you know, how could my body um, feel a little bit better? I'm going to just take a try and do a little tweaking on my diet. And maybe that will give me a little bit of extra spring in my step. So until next time, um, good health, good meals, good company, Sante. Sante.